Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Uh, Lord, you are good to us. We praise your holy and righteous name. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our shortcomings. Have your way in this space, Lord. Touch like only you can. Heal like only you can. Move uh, like only you can. God, we are lifting up the uh, names of uh, family members right now, Father God, who who perhaps may be going through sickness or perhaps have a doctor's appointment, Father God. We know uh, that you are the great physician, that you are a healer uh, like no other healer, God. We lift up uh, relationships right now that may be going through difficult times, God, because we know that you can make a way uh, where there seems to be no way. God, we lift up individuals right now who perhaps have lost a little bit of faith in this season and have become discouraged, God. I pray that you will restore them, God, and renew their strength. God, as we come into this season, God, of uh, praying and uh, fasting, God. We ask you to move, God, like you have never moved before. In the name of Jesus, God, we're relying on you. We're depending on you. We're trusting you, God, Lord, to do it, Lord, and do it for us right now, Lord. And when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all of the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, what's up, family? Hope and pray that you all are doing well today. We are kicking off our uh, morning inspiration uh, for uh for for the season of, of, of Lent. As y'all know, we normally do this um, on Wednesday morning once a week, but uh, for this particular season, we started something awesome last year, was which we did this for basically uh, 40 days. That's right, with the exception of Sunday, Monday through Saturday, started the day up until April the 16th, uh, we will be in this space. And listen, I pray if the Lord leads you to join us here uh, every 40, for the next 40 days, I pray that you meet us here. I truly believe that your life will not be the same. The testimonies that came out of this uh, 40-day journey together uh, was incredible. Uh, You also should have received a prayer guide as it relates to why we pray fast and pray and some guidance there. Uh, But God wants to do a great work in you. God wants to do a new thing. And so today to prepare us uh, for what God is going to uh, uh, to, to do. I want to kick off uh, this season in Exodus, the 24th chapter, Exodus, uh, the 24th chapter, uh, and looking at just a, a, a few verses, verses 12 through uh, 18, Exodus 24, verses 12 through 18, and it reads as follows. Then the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain, stay there, and I will give you the tablets of stone on which I have inscribed the instructions and commands so you can teach the people. So Moses and his assistant Joshua set out and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. Moses told the elders, stay here and wait for us until we come back. Aaron and her are here with you. If anyone has a dispute while I'm gone, consult with them. Then Moses climbed up in the mountain and the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai. And then, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud. To the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain. He remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Exodus, the 24th chapter, verse 12 through 18. Exodus 24 verses 12 through 18. And I would just like to use as a su- as a subject today for this first uh, morning inspiration of Lent 2020, the power 
of a fasting and praying church. The power of a fasting and praying church. My sisters and brothers, there is something powerful about when we are obedient to God and do some of the things that he has commanded us to do. Uh, when Jesus taught about praying and, and, and fasting, he said, when you do it, uh, do it in this manner, which is a reminder that there's an expectation that a part of our discipleship, if you will, part of our growth is that we will take seasons to fast and pray. Uh, we should have seasons, just like we may have seasons uh, where we're training our body and uh, going to the gym more frequently. We should have seasons as believers when we fast and pray, uh, because by fasting and praying, the Bible reminds us that's how we move some mountains. By fasting and praying, the Bible reminds us that's how we uh, climb some mountains. By fasting and praying, that's how some things are going to change uh, in your life. Can I ask you a question? Are you committed to fasting and praying uh, over the next few days or the next 40 days to see God move. Holly, if you hear me, I want you to wake up. I want you to uh, uh, talk to me. I certainly, it's okay if you're not sure yet, but I want to hear uh, from the individuals and say, for the next 40 days, I'm, I'm committing myself to God because I want to experience God uh, in, in, in a special uh, way. In uh, Exodus, the 24th chapter, verse 12 through 18, uh, you'll see that fasting and praying is really about encountering God. So what I'm asking you, what are you willing to sacrifice to to encounter God. You've been praying for God to talk to you a little bit differently. You've been hoping that God would change the situation. Now, will you join us together so that you can experience the power of God in your personal life? Will you come with us together so we can experience the power of God collectively? Because there is power when we come together to fast and pray. We don't do this out of ritual. We don't do this out of tradition. We do this because there is power here. If I could read the testimonies, as a matter of fact, preparing, I went back and read some of the email testimonies that some people shared with me from last year about God moved in their, in their life. I saw how God kept us as a church family, even in the midst of a pandemic and difficult times, because there were so many of you uh, that committed to fasting and praying. And, and one of the things that we learned from Exodus, the 24th chapter, as we jump into this text is this, is that um, the next uh, 40 days are for you if you feel a call to come up into the mountain and draw closer to God. The next 40 days are for you if you feel a call to come up into the mountains and draw closer to God. Verse 12, Exodus 24, verse 12, the Lord said to Moses, Moses, come up to me on the mountain, stay there, and I will give you the tablets of stone on which I have inscribed the instructions and commands so you can teach the people. Exodus 24, you see Moses uh, come into this chapter in a, in a posture of worship. He's trying to go forward in his life. I wish I could talk to somebody that wants to go forward in their life. Uh, he, come, he, he comes into this place in a posture of worship because he's trying to do a new thing. He's trying to, to lead his people uh, to the purpose that God has uh, for them. Is there anybody besides Moses that's trying to get to the place where God would have you to be? Is there anybody besides Moses that's trying to fulfill your purpose right now? Moses said, well, what I had to do with first was I had to start in worship and obedience. So I want to remind you that fasting can only 
occur uh, if you are in a season of worshiping God every day and a season of being obedient to God. Listen, it's really no use in fasting. Sometimes people would say, if you're not going to do anything that God has called you to do, no, we're going to be intentional, not perfect, but we're going to be intentional about being obedient to God over the next uh, 40 days. And so Moses, he's being obedient. Moses is in worship and he's lifting up holy hands. He's worshiping. He's doing everything that he was instructed to do, making sacrifices because worship is sacrificial. If you're going to experience God in the next 40 days, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You want to make some schedule adjustments because if you want to really experience him, you have to be obedient to what he's calling you to do. And so as Moses is in worship, what God does is gives him an invitation to come on up a little bit higher. See, God in that time, his dwelling place, his presence was in the mountain, right? Mount Sinai and places like that. And he said, so Moses, I'm inviting you to meet me where I am so I can do a new thing in your life. And that's what happens when God is calling us to a season of fasting. God is saying, I'm inviting you to the next level. I wish somebody was excited and say, I'm so thankful that fasting is about God inviting me to the next level. I'm so thankful that fasting is about God inviting me uh, to uh, be closer to him. And when I say next level, I'm not talking about your Maybach. I'm not talking about your gator boots and your Gucci suit. All of that is cool. I'm talking about your next level in your walk with the Lord. So many times we get caught up on the materialistic part of stuff that we need. I need stuff. You need stuff. But when God called Moses to the next level, they had nothing to do with stuff. It had to be withdrawing closer to him. And I wish I had some folk that wanted to be closer to God. And so God, when he invites you into fasting, when he invited Moses, he said, come on up here, Moses. And when you get here, I'm going to give you a word. He gave him a word. He gave him the word on a tablet. And that's why we ought to be excited about this season, because when you accept the invitation to come up the mountain, there is a word for your life. Oh, I'm so glad. I know you've been waiting on a word for your marriage. I know you've been waiting on a word because you've been having a difficult time. I know you've been waiting on a word because it seems like it's been getting worse before it gets better. But God says there is a word for you. All you got to do is come on up on this mountain. Come on up on this mountain. And God is going to speak to you like he never spoke before because that's how he spoke to Moses. When Moses accepted the invitation to come up the mountain, he spoke to him like he never spoke to him before. But here's the problem. Too many of us, we won't accept the invitation now because the invitation is inconvenient. Moses had to stop what he was doing to go up the mountain, didn't it? Moses had to do something he had never been done before to get that word. And I want to encourage you uh, to, to not let your inconvenience, to not let your comfort zone make you miss out for the word that you need for this season of your life. So listen, the next 40 days are for you if you feel a call to come up into the mountains and draw closer to God, but also drawing closer to God required, uh, requires us to be surrounded by like-minded people. Drawing closer to God requires us to be surrounded by like-minded people. Verse 13, so Moses and his assistant Joshua set out and Moses climbed up to the mountain of God. In this particular text, he left some individuals behind. He told some of the elders to stay back for a minute because in verse 14, he reminded them uh, that, that I need you guys to stay back. And, and if you have any issues, uh, Aaron and her are back there. They can help you. Uh, but I need to go up this mountain because I need a word from the Lord. Moses didn't go by himself. He took Joshua with him. 
There's some power when the church, when the called out ones, when when those of us, regardless of what church you go to, uh, but those of us who are called out the ecclesia, there is some power when we come together, when we touch and agree and call on his name to speak to us like he has never spoken to us before. In this season, I want to encourage you. Listen, I know we got to spend a lot of time with a lot of people. Some people we like, some people we don't like this, that, and the other. But in the season of prayer and fasting, I want you to surround yourself with like-minded people, right? And as a matter of fact, you know, one of my favorite phrases I use, I hadn't used it as much this year, but I need to use it more often as I remind you of the power of a battle buddy. A battle buddy is somebody that has your back in thick and thin. So let me ask you this question. Who is your battle buddy? in this season of prayer and fasting? Who is the one that's going to keep you accountable? Who is the one that's going to keep you a, a, a consistent? Who is the one that you can lean on to make sure that you get up, lean on to make sure that you pray, uh, lean on to make sure that you receive the word, lean on to make sure you do your devotional? Who is who, who are you going to be a battle buddy for? Because there's somebody here that needs to climb this mountain, but while they're trying to climb this mountain to get this word from God, everything is pulling at them. Their schedule is pulling at them. Their children pulling at them. Them, their responsibilities are pulling at them, their circumstances pulling at them, and they need a battle buddy that's going to help them to say, no, sis, no, bro, we're going to climb this mountain together because if we get to his presence, there is a word that's going to change everything for us. Can I ask you a question? Who's your battle buddy in this season of prayer and fasting? Who is going to be with you? Moses had Joshua. Who do you have, right? Let's keep each other accountable so that we show up here and, and experience uh, God's glory uh, together. But verse 14 also has some additional power. Check out verse uh, 14, brother David. Moses told the others, I just read it. He said, stay back and wait for us until we come back. Aaron and her are here with you. If anyone has a dispute while I am gone, consult with them. What is the reminder and power of verse 14? The reminder and power of verse 14 is a simple one. In order to effectively pray and fast, you can't do everything that you were doing. Moses was responsible for a lot of stuff, administration, spiritual practices, this, that, and other. But he said, you know what? The next 40 days, I, I, y'all, I got to get closer to the Lord, right? I can't sit here and administrate. I can't sit here and do everything because if I'm doing everything, then it means that I have not taken any time to be intentional about spending this time and drawing closer to God. Praying and fasting, it, it, when they would pray and fast and take time away from the table, it would be time exchange for spending it with God. You're not praying and fasting if you're not taking time away from something and giving that time to God. That is really what it's about. We pray, we fast and pray biblically, and I gave a guide as it relates to food. Be glad to send that out to anybody that needs it. Uh, but even beyond the food, it's really about the time. Moses said, I can't spend time with God if I don't make an adjustment in my schedule. Aaron and her got y'all. I'll be better for you when I get back. Don't you know that you're going to be better for your family? Don't you know you're going to be better for your business? Don't you know you're going to be better for your employees? Don't you know you're going to be uh, better for your employer? Don't you know you're going to be better for you? You're going to be better for you if you say, I'm going to make some adjustments and this is my time. I'm going to spend this time with God every, every day I can. I'm going to walk. I'm going to get up in the morning and walk. This is my time. I know I'm normally busy in the morning. I ain't got time. But for the next 40 days, y'all got to excuse me because I'm going to take a little bit of time and I'm going to walk around the neighborhood and I'm going to have a little talk with Jesus and I'm going to tell him about my trouble. Because 
because in the next 40 days, I'm climbing this mountain because I want to experience God. But also not only as we climb this mountain in the next 40 days is yes, an invitation for those that want to climb up to the mountain and draw closer to God. Uh, you got to surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, you, you, you certainly got to make time and adjustments in your calendar. But the third point is this, y'all, the next 40 days, uh, you have to pray to experience the glory of the Lord. Don't miss that. The next 40 days, pray to experience the glory of the Lord. Watch this. When Moses is climbing the mountain, verse 15, then Moses climbs up uh, the mountain and the cloud covered it. And the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud to the Israelites at the foot of the mountain. The glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Y'all in this season, Moses, we, we learn from Moses. He he's continuing to climb and he, he gets to this place where he experiences the glory uh, 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 of the Lord. Uh, William Murphy, I believe that has a, um, a, a song that talks about the glory of the Lord, you know, you know, settle here, uh, settle down, Lord, just, just let your presence uh, be here. We've often talked about the Shekinah glory of God. Y'all remember us talking about uh, when God makes his, his presence uh, uh, visible in a tangible way that you realize that you are experiencing him. And what you have to pray for over, over the next 40 days is to uh, to be engulfed with the Shekinah glory, that, that God's glory will engulf your home, that God's glory will engulf your heart, that God's glory uh, will engulf your mind. It, it God's glory covered that place like a cloud. God's uh, glory uh, 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 settled down there in such a way that everybody that saw it knew that God was up to something. And when they experienced the glory of God, all kind of things start to happen. But I really like what happens in verse 17 for those that weren't up in the mountain uh, with Moses, for those that were at the bottom, uh, seeing something strange happen at the top. Verse 17, it says to the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord at the summit appeared like a consuming fire. Ooh, I love that word, consuming fire. We see it in the book of Hebrews. We see it in the book of Deuteronomy, that God is a consuming fire. My God, do you know what it means well, that God is a consuming fire? When we see it, uh, first, it appears to have a negative con connotation because it means what it means. But I want to remind you the power and positivity of the fact that God is a consuming fire. Check this out. When you go into the presence of the Lord, when you go into the presence of God's consuming fire in a season of fasting and praying, what happens is, is that God destroys everything uh, that is not uh, like him, that he destroys everything in your mind that is not like him. He, he destroys every thought. He destroys every stronghold. The holiness of God is why God is a consuming fire and it has to burn up everything that is unholy because God is saying that if you want to draw closer to me, Moses, God is saying, if you want to draw closer to me, Xavier, God is saying, if you want to draw closer to me, David, God is saying, if you want to draw closer to me, there are some things that have been going on in your mind. There are some things that have been going on in your life that my consuming fire has to destroy, that my consuming fire has to deliver you from. Because in a season of fasting and praying, I want you to be holy. In a season of fasting, 
fasting and praying. I know that you have made some bad choices, but you are here not to be judged. You are here to be delivered. And that is what happened when we get into the presence of the living God. There's deliverance here. There is power here. He's consuming everything that is going on that is not like him. He's examining us. He's searching us. He's making us over again. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that in the next 40 days, I'm going to experience his consuming fire, that he's going to do some things that I won't talk the same way I was talking. I won't quit the same way that I was quitting. I won't isolate myself the same way I was isolating myself. I'm going to come back and be what God has called me to be. I'm going to come back and do what God has called me to do. There are so many out here that you love the Lord, but the way that you are operating is in opposition of what he has called you to do. So in the next 40 days, you got to experience the consuming fire so that he can change your heart, the consuming fire so that he can change your mind, the consuming fire so that he can make you over again. My sisters and brothers, when God, Moses uh, experienced the consuming fire, when Moses experienced the presence of God, everything changed about him. It's, outward appearance changed. His, his inside changed. And over the next 40 days, you going to change in the name of Jesus. Finally, uh, my sisters and brothers, uh, the last one that I will give you a quick recap because we are almost done. I reminded you that there is power in a fasting and praying church. I reminded you that if for the next 40 days, if you, if you are, you should feel the call to come up into the mountains because it's a call to draw closer to God. When you to draw closer to God, you got to surround yourself with like-minded people. And I reminded you for the next 40 days to pray to experience the glory of the Lord. But the last one that I want to remind you of is simply found in verse 18. Uh, Moses was blessed because of his consistency. Moses was blessed because of his consistency. Verse 18, then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain. He remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Moses was going higher and higher uh, in the Lord, and he disappeared in the cloud, and he remained there for 40 days and for 40 nights. And Moses was blessed because of his consistency. He was consistently obedient to what God had called him to do. And that's what I want you to do for the rest of your life, for starting with the next 40 days. Be consistently obedient to what God has called you to do. While sometimes we don't understand the spiritual discipline of, of praying and fasting, but it, it allows us to draw closer to God. And the way that we draw closer to God is being obedient and being consistent. Next 40 days, commit yourself to praying daily. Next 40 days, commit yourself to studying God's word. Next 40 days, if your Lord, if your schedule allows, meet us here Monday through Saturday. Because y'all are my battle buddies. Y'all keep me accountable. I know I have to get out of the bed uh, because there's somebody rating right here uh, so that we can fellowship together. And I am committed to being consistent. I think one of the biggest attacks that comes against the body of Christ is, in, is inconsistency. As soon as something don't uh, go our way, sometimes we become inconsistent. As soon as God uh, doesn't move the way that we want him to move, we become inconsistent. As soon uh, as uh, something uh, frustrates us in the body, in the church, we stop going. Amen. 
saying somebody, God is saying Moses was blessed because he was consistent. Moses was blessed because he didn't operate based on how he felt. He operate, operated based on the discipline of consistency. Don't you think in a period of 40 days, perhaps there was a time where he got tired? Don't you think in a period of 40 days, perhaps there was a time maybe uh, that he, he didn't want to do it? I know when Jesus fasted and prayed for his 40 days, it was a difficult thing. And we're going to talk about him as well. But the key, the phrase that pays is being consistent. How consistent are you in what God, with what God has called you to do in this season? How consistent will you be over the next 40 days? Because I tell you, if you're consistent over the next 40 days, it'll become a lifestyle for you. You'll be consistent in everything that you do. And certainly last but not least, a consistent person is a powerful person. I'm praying and believing that God is going to give more power in Jesus name. How many of you all received that? Anybody out there received that God is going to give you more power and more spiritual authority if you are consistent over the next 40 days? How many of you all think about that? See, God not only wants to deliver you, he wants to give you more power. He wants to give you more authority. He wants your prayers to be more effective, not just for you, but for the people that you serve. Listen, you go, you're going on your job today and there's somebody that does not know Christ. You're going on your job today and there's somebody that's struggling and they're struggling even worse than you are. Wherever you're going today, you're going to encounter somebody that is really hurting. So God is saying that you are the light. You are the salt. You are the change agent. You are the representation of the kingdom. God wants to give you more power and authority so you can speak to another person's situation. Did you think that was just for the pastor? Y'all thought that was just for the preacher. That ain't just for the preacher. That's for the pew member. That's for the congregation. That's for the lay member. That's for everybody. God wants to give us more power and authority in this mean and unfriendly and decaying world so that we can be who he's called us to be and move like he called us to move. When we get together and pray, we should have, we should pray in such a way that we can impact what's going on in Ukraine, even if we never set foot there, because God has given us more power and more authority. When we get together and pray, I don't care how many marriages are falling apart. God is saying that when we pray about it, we can do something different. When we get together and pray, we should be able to pray for our single sisters and brothers, and God should be able to move in their life and send them what they need. I don't care how long they haven't had it before, because there's some power in our prayer. There's some authority in our prayer. And if we stay consistent, God is saying, I'm going to give you a, a, a dose of some power, some authority, like you've never had it before. Why? Because the world needs you like the world has never needed you before. I thank you for joining me on this journey. Again, we sent out the prayer guide. If any, any sisters and brothers that uh, may be at main location or any other church, because this is open to anybody in the community. If you know somebody in the community that, uh, that would love to join us, this is for the body of Christ. This is not for the body of New St. James, Jerusalem, Holiness Episcopal. This is for the body of Christ. If you want anybody, a family member, a neighbor, a, neighbor, a co-worker, to meet us here at 630, because God is going to give us some new power and some new authority if we can remain consistent. Everybody. So anybody that needs to prayer guide, it should be on the website. Uh, but we emailed it out as well. We emailed it out to, uh, to quite a few people yesterday because we're going to do this together in the name of Jesus. Looking forward to seeing you all tonight at Bible study virtually and in purpose in person, both locations. God has been moving in a great and powerful way. Uh, we continue that journey as well. Let's get closer to God. Let's keep each other consistent, y'all. Y'all on Zoom. Let's keep each other consistent. Let's check on our sisters and brothers. Somebody don't wake up. Go ahead, text them. Go ahead, tweet them. Say, wake up. No, we got to be consistent because God wants to do a new work in our life. We got to climb this mountain together. I need you to hold me up, and I'll hold you up in the name of Jesus. Let's pray, Your Lord. We thank you for today. We thank you, God, that you've allowed us to enter this season 
a prayer and fasting. God, let us be consistent in it. The enemy is going to try to come and get us to uh, to trick us and make us think that there's no power. But God, we know that there's power here. We know that there's deliverance here. God, as you restore us and renew us and make us over again and you consume everything that's not like you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And I thank you, God, for giving us new spiritual power, new spiritual authority uh, so that when we walk into the room, we can be um, the light. When we walk into the room, we can be the representation of uh, who you called us to be. God, forgive us of our sins, God, as we go into this season. We don't take it lightly. God, we pray for your glory. Thank you, God. I feel your presence right now. I, I pray that my sisters and brothers, wherever they are, that they feel your presence, God, that they feel your glory, that they feel your touch, God. Move in this season like never before. Heal like never before. We say that, God, but we mean it. We mean it from our heart, God. We've seen you do some stuff, but in this season, we want to see you do some stuff like that you have never done before because we know, we know that we know that you are a God of miracles, signs and wonders. God, I thank you for the testimonies that are going to come out of this season. I thank you for the deliverance and healing that's coming out of this. And Lord, when it's all said and done, we're careful to give your name all of the glory, give your name all of the honor, give your name all of the praise. For it's in the powerful and undisputed name of Jesus, we pray and say together, amen, amen, amen. Love you all, mean it, God bless. Look forward to seeing you in Bible study, but certainly look forward to seeing you. We back here, same back time, same back channel. We back here in the morning, 6.30 a.m. God bless and have a great rest of the day. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.